Are you a psychic, sensitive, or seeker who wants to learn more? Welcome to The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman, where we dive deep into all things mystic and metaphysical. Here's Sarah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Mystic School. I'm so happy to be with you guys today. Um, Our show today is about the mystic contributes, and we have been talking about uh, this idea of what the mist, you know, how the mystic exists in the world. We've been talking uh, all all the time about um, how how the the recording in progress, how the mystic does all these things, how you behave um, as a mystic in the world. And, you know, we we have these ideas, the mystic meditates, the mystic goes in nature, the mystic uh, most recently seek solitude, and then most recently, again, the mystic engages. And this time we're working on this idea of the mystic contributes. And I think that this is a really important piece today because so often we um, think that the mystic has to act more like in Tarot, the Hierophant card, where we go off into the cage, cave and we hover in and we isolate and we are with our books and our practices and we don't go out into the world like the world is too rough for us or too busy for us or too mainstream for us and of course all of that is nonsense we're here to be in our lives we're here to engage with what is and we're here to contribute to the the greater rising of human evolution as best we can. So the mystic contributes, the mystic knows their destiny in this lifetime and understands that their unique calling, their soul mission is what they came here for. So we're going to be talking about that during the show. We also have free readings Tuesday as, uh, as we do every week so it's call in to free readings tuesday 888-298-5569-888-298-5569 and very happy to talk with you about whatever is on your mind so this idea of the mystic contributes and this idea of being souls here to fulfill our soul destiny so this all goes back a lot of you guys have read my book um messages from the divine which is a channeled work and it's all about this idea that as souls or as consciousness uh, we come into human form and we come in with a pretty specific uh, we have come in with a pretty specific destiny or calling or mission and i love to think of it as this way of you know we uh, we come in on our spaceships and we land on planet earth and okay what are we supposed to accomplish you know we're supposed to solve this puzzle or we're supposed to do this specific task and as the spaceship opens we like have our little backpack on with all our tools and things and we run out into life and we make sure we get that task accomplished so as humans it's the same thing but we're not you know arriving on a spaceship at this point anyway um and we start in as you know babies or children we arrive in as babies and then we're dropped into these particular cultures society whatever's going on in the time and place we are dropped into 
And so it can be tricky with all those influences, all those ways of, of uh, society pressure, family pressure, telling us what we're supposed to do. And yet we're supposed to figure out our true soul destiny and go do that. So you may come from a whole family of, of bankers or dentists or plumbers or whatever it was your thing in your family and you're like you will also be a dentist or banker or plumber you're like you know i really wanted to be a dog trainer so that is your particular thread the gifts you came in with your deep desire what you love the most these are the little clues as to as what is your destiny? What are you here to contribute? Because obviously, imagine, just close your eyes and imagine right now, you know, the world is only filled with bankers. Well, that's not going to work. <laughs> the world is only filled with dentists. That's like my worst nightmare personally. I don't love, I'm not a lover of the dentist all the time. The world is only filled with dentists. It doesn't work. The world is only filled with plumbers. We can't do that either. We have to have everybody showing up with their little gift or their big gift. And putting that on the altar of our offering and giving that to the world. We're here to, a lot of you guys at home maybe have um, created altars where you set your intentions and so forth. And um, this is a place of activation in your home where you um, make an offering to and you put attention to. And this is what we're here to do with our specific gifts and talents to make an offering of our gifts and talents to the world. Again, people always say like, I don't know my calling. I don't know my destiny. And here's the secret about that. Uh, you don't need to know everything all at once. All you need to do is follow along the little breadcrumbs that the universe is, <laughs> they're not even tiny breadcrumbs, they're giant basketfuls of breadcrumbs, they're like loaves of bread that they're throwing on the path just so you can hopefully figure it out easily. Um, just follow the clues that are provided to you in terms of the synchronicities, the way things flow, the events that happen, the dreams you have, the things you hear from other people. The universe is continually communicating uh, what you're supposed to do next. And that's all you need to do is follow the next step that feels really whole to you. The next step that feels really good, that makes you happy, that makes you feel like you're being your true self. And you have this feeling like um, uh, sometimes people talk about how do I know the difference between dark and light? Like dark feels yucky and light feels good. It feels safe. It feels comfortable. It feels kind of exciting. It feels hopeful. 
So wherever you're going or wherever you're trying to go to, look for those kinds of feelings, like let your emotional flow also advise you. The other thing to remember, the, so the first secret is it, feel, it should feel great. The next is don't expect to have it happen all at once. I know long ago, uh, <laughs> I was working in Seattle and I was hired by a pretty well-known company and I worked in their, their advertising uh, department for a while and I was only you know, 20, maybe, uh, I, I don't even think I was done with college quite yet. I got hired like before I even graduated in, and I, I went into this company and I had this very low position and I really felt that I, I, I felt like I should be, you know, like one of the main people already. I'm so young. I just had this feeling or knowing like I should be contributing at a much higher level. Now, of course, this didn't happen. I didn't have any of the skills or, or understanding or experience yet. But as time went on, this knowing didn't really stop, like keep pushing yourself, keep, keep, keep working until you find this place you're supposed to be. And then with each progressive job and with each progressive failure and each progressive success and each thing that happened and you learn a little bit more. And then when you look back over time, you're realizing I've been on a destiny path or you've been on a destiny path or I've been on a path of my calling since I was a kid. It just didn't happen all at once. Now, there are some of these people you turn into a rock star when you're 23 and you're catapulted to fame that's that's very rare and then the other piece is you know it's not always about career at all destiny calling may have nothing to do with career may have to do with how you create a life outside of career may have to do with where you live or where you travel or uh, if you have a family or what if you have a partnership or what you study lots of ways but we're all here to follow that red thread of destiny or that thread of calling and keep connecting and what am i here to do what do i love what is my favorite thing and this is what you're here to contribute this is what we're all here to contribute our unique thing to offer it up to the altar of the world and of our collective evolution. Okay, uh, I am going to go to the phones now. And again, it's free readings Tuesday, you can call in to 888-298-5569. That's 888-298-5569. And it looks like we have Kristen from Massachusetts. Kristen, welcome. Thank you. Hello. It's Hi. A pleasure. Hi. I, <laughs> I, it's so amazing. I was reading your newsletter and I'm like, oh, it's free reading Tuesday. I'm going to call. <laughs> nice. Good. <laughs> Thank you for sending that out. Yeah. Well, what can I help you out with or what's, what's going on in exactly your life? Exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. I was like, oh, here's the, here's the, 
the wink from the mm-hmm, divine mm-hmm. call Sarah today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I um I am feeling stuck and blocked about um you know the next step. I have had my own business, my own home, raised two beautiful children. Um you know went through a horrific high conflict divorce and all the while I was being of service, you know, helping women in crisis. Mm-hmm. And now I'm an empty nester, and I'm just having a um, a challenge writing and moving forward. Mm-hmm. And it, there's like this internal struggle going. Oh, I'm kind of old now, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but and but there's still the drive to be of service and to help and to write and and I'm just a little. Exactly what you're talking about, you know, like yeah. trying to figure, find that next breadcrumb. Well, um, and how long has it been since the divorce? Like when, how many, how long, what's the time it, frame? It since? was, it was a really rough go for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And now both my children, you know, have, you know, I have adult children now, you know, mm-hmm. one's still in college, but we're on the other end of that. Okay. So the, the majority of the time was really about safety, you know, of, of us and my children. And, um, now I just have this space that's open. Yeah. Because they're, because they're such good humans now that I'm, you know, like I can dial back the worry. Yeah. Well, you can actually eliminate the, you can release the worry and kind of retrain yourself to not be in, um, you don't have to hold that space anymore, actually. You can just enjoy them. Um, I think that, uh, I don't think you're blocked or stuck, actually. I think you're taking a well-deserved rest or respite after going through a, a pr- pretty heavy trauma and Almost, no, I'm not a psychologist, but the, the things that come to mind is like having PTSD from the level of trauma you had for so many years. And, okay. you know, giving yourself some rest time and allowing yourself, working on letting go of the need to worry about your kids because they're actually doing really well or they're going to do really well. Um, and working on releasing the hypervigilance that you've had. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, and, and, and learning how to relax and learning how to trust and working on that piece before you get all amped up about what your next contribution is. And I say okay. next contribution because you've been contributing the whole time, like, You've been actively contributing, and it's almost like you're in break mode right now. Um, Okay. But learning how to trust that you're not going to get hurt or that things aren't going to be scary or you're not going to have to deal with difficult people. um, Okay. Because there's still difficult people in the world, obviously, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to be around them anymore. You've kind of paid your dues. You've kind of oh, mastered, you've done that, that, that mastery work already. You, you don't have to, that's not going to be the lesson you're going to be facing repeatedly. That's complete. 
Okay. So if you were going to take, take some time to just maybe till the end of the year and just work on trusting others and, and relaxing and, and not being hypervigilant or, and maybe you'll need the whole 2023 to do this. Maybe it's going to take a little time, but after that period where you're just like doing the big exhale then things start to work. And I think you're going to be doing exactly what you've been contributing with is showing people how to walk the path that you walked and showing them how to do it with less suffering than you had to go through. Oh, that makes me cry. (laughs) Yeah. 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 One of the things that I've noticed about, like, especially with younger um like all the discussions about narcissism and toxic relationship and all that. So that is spot on. And you're going to be able to go right into that helping community um, and, and help people based on the experiences that you've learned from, but, but I love, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead, please. Sorry. I, I love what you're saying because um, I, I, you're just validating what I think, what I was moving towards, but there's a really big part of me that's like, I just don't want to put any toe in that anymore. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just don't yeah. want to talk about gaslighting and manipulation and mm-hmm. abuse. And, and I think mm-hmm. that goes back to how you just said, I just need a little bit more of a a respite from it. Well, what if, you know, what if the piece you're teaching is about you survived it, now how do you live after it? You survived the trauma, but there is life after trauma, and how do you make that enriching and fulfilling? So you spend that time figuring out how to do that for yourself, and then you turn around and teach that part to others. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. You're not old at all in terms of (laughs) what you have to offer. Like, you know, just this, oh, my goodness. I I, I like to think that we're old, you know, like, the the second before we we die maybe we're old but until then as long as you've got contribution you might as well contribute um and being you know engaged so um i do love this idea of you writing and okay i think that it's almost like use this next time as your laboratory like okay i did the trauma and now how do you I don't even want to use that word thrive after the trauma. I'm not, I don't love that word, but how do you rebuild your life after trauma and be like truly joyous and truly happy? And, and how do you, how do you stop the hypervigilance, stop the worry, stop the stress reactions, just learning a new way of being in the world, even though you, even though you did have those experiences, but now you get to act differently. I love that. That's yeah. that's exactly what I had been working on, mm-hmm. and and then with this whole space opened up, it was like I, I I appreciate what you're saying because when the space opened up to 
like diving and, you know, flush it out again and send it to, you know, the literary agent and everything. I was like, ooh, <laughs> you yeah, know, I was having yeah. so much resistance to it that I'm like, oh, I don't know. But yeah, I appreciate it's some... what you said. And I, yeah. I appreciate the trust part because that's a big component of people who are survivors of this situation. Yeah, yeah it's almost like, yes, absolutely. And this would be a great time to spend dipping into different communities, especially people that you normally wouldn't like younger people, different types of groups that you might not normally and just showing up and letting yourself trust others um, would be really interesting. So it's almost like the idea is it's after the narcissist or that's the piece for you after the narcissist. What do you do? You rebuild and you take everything you've learned and you create something different. This is awesome. I love it. Yeah. That's ex- I, I'm so appreciative of your time and, and your insights. And the other thing that was all of a sudden, you know, it's been over 10 years that I've been just working, single mom, taking mm-hmm. care of my family and everything. And then all of a sudden that, that waves of loneliness and mm-hmm. that's part of this whole narcissistic you know, trauma, you know, the, mm-hmm. the loneliness, all of a sudden I was like, oh, well, maybe I will have someone with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't, you know, I, maybe that could be part of it also, like when the trust part comes back in. Yeah. Learning to trust and learning to trust people who are of value, of people who have intrinsic value versus people that are manipulating. <laughs> oh my goodness. We we will, you know, this is part of the larger arc of how we're moving away from, you know, the patriarchy, all the old yeah. structures. So it's just the whole, we're moving away from this entire style of a relationship of the, the you know, the, the, the narcissist, the abuser, the toxic, the domineering, like, and, and it's not just about men and women, this could happen in any, any style of relationship, but we're moving away from this. One person has the power and the other person doesn't. We're moving to a place where two people uh, are, have the power to hold the power together. So that's what the journey is about. We're learning how to do this. So Well, Kristen, thank you so much uh, for calling in, and I appreciate your time. Thank you so so much. I appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Um, I don't know that we have time for any more. We could try 888-298-5569 if somebody had a quick question, uh, or maybe we (laughs) won't have time. We'll see how it goes. But um, I want to bring back to what Kristen was talking about. It's like, this idea of con- contributing and continuing to contribute because honestly, what's your other option to just hoard and isolate and get mad and get bitter and think the world's against you? Like, no, that's why even why bother? Like we have this beautiful lifetime. Why don't we like, make something of it you know why don't we add to something of it and um seeking the unique piece of you so we each have we each have our soul we're part of collective soul we're all one and yet 
We're each dropped into this lifetime with our specific gifts. Like, like, like my gifts are, you know, uh, <laughs> probably like writing and talking, and then you throw some intuition on top of that. So that's my focus. But, and so that's what I need to contribute because I can't do things like, um, math or cooking and certainly not banking or dentistry or plumbing, you know, so we add in our, the piece that we're best at. And again, this idea of we're bringing our offering to the altar of the world. And the reason that we're doing this is because it takes all of our gifts in order to lift the, the, the collective, the soul collective up. We've got Heather from St. Louis. I don't know if we'll have time, but we'll give it a shot. Heather, go ahead. Oh, hi, Sarah. Thanks hi. for squeezing me in. Um, actually, we've talked before, and, um, you know, I, I have a full-time job. I work remotely out of my house, and I have had two really interesting opportunities come up that were kind of going to be like these side side opportunities. And then, you know, just as quickly as they come up, they fall right off. And so mm. um, that's a little frustrating. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to really be optimistic and anticipate that something good is, is still coming. But yeah, it's, I just it, wanted to kind of throw that it, out there. It feels like um, a lot of times the universe gives us these dress rehearsals. So something will show up. It's not quite the thing, but it, it catches your eye. And then something else will come. It's not quite the thing, but it catches your eye. And so by the time the real thing comes in, you're like paying attention. So you're ready to act. And I do feel like even though everyone wants, you know, work from home and so forth, you are really ready for some new challenges. You're like really, really ready. So um, I would spend some time maybe this weekend with your, or this week with your journal and really, really, really getting clear on what you want to be doing. Nothing to do with money or benefits or time, but just like what you'd like to be doing that you're interested in. And then notice as this, I think there's going to be a side thing comes in that's going to turn into a full thing that will allow you to shift from this current job that you're doing. Like you're really ready for some new stimulation and kind of like, yeah, don't pretend, like, don't yeah. pretend you're not, don't pretend you're not, or don't be like, Oh, it'll be fine. I'll just hang out here. No, it's work I'm from ready. home. I'm ready. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's, it's been great, but isolating all at the same time. But so yeah. the, um, yeah, the, uh, I've been really enjoying um, being able to be on the road and, mm -hmm. you know, just getting some travel in and working at the same time. But, um, yeah, so yeah, it's just so, been really odd, like two big opportunities, and then they both fell. And so yeah, so I think there's, okay. I think there's absolutely a third, or maybe even a third and a fourth coming in as a pair, real close together soon. But you need to do some intentional work about. Don't put any limits on it. Don't say it's got to be this much money. It's got it. Just what's going to interest you. Well, Heather, thanks so much for calling in. I appreciate your time. So uh, everybody, I want to remind you, go to Sarah, 
wisewomen.com. We've got a free mini course for you there, The Magic of Blind Readings. It's right there on the front page. Take a look at our courses, books, training, all that stuff. And I will sure look forward to being with you again next week for more of The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman. Thanks for listening. Want more of The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in for uplifting talk on psychic opening, spiritual awakening, and all things mystic and metaphysical. Want to connect with Sarah? Visit sarahwiseman.com.